0: Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 376. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode, we are reviewing a screener that came in about a month and a half ago. This is me finally getting around to it because we've been busy. Summer series, y'all. This is The Last Matinee. Now, this has been picked up by Arrow Films, who will be putting out in the UK later on in the year. So keep your eyes peeled that one is gonna be good ladies and gents is gonna be good It is, however already available pretty much everywhere in the states hence my review um yeah we're gonna be doing that after the first break before we get to that as always let's catch up with where we are under these them there stairs Started off on monday a lot of bazowin action for you he is killing it right now only two episodes left in that series i know it's soul destroying is gotten you want to have a little cry it's okay Boys can cry too, it's fine. You know you can, just find a quiet place. So yeah, the Baz is uh, in, in fine form. Uh, we're also doing loads of other little bits and bobs at the moment. I'm running through my 31 of October. After every seven films, I'm giving you a catch up with many reviews. So the first one of those dropped this week. So hopefully you enjoyed that. And we'll uh, try and avoid the pitfalls that I apparently continually make in this series because it ain't much good out there (laughs) like at all so yeah um that's going on obviously this episode is dropping on thursday you ain't got anything else now until fact technically tomorrow you have the next seven of my 31 yay and then nothing on sunday there you have a sunday free of reviews this week and a saturday as well doesn't that feel good think about that just say it to yourself no reviews it sounds good, doesn't it? And yeah, that's you all caught up. Obviously, next Monday we'll kick off with Bazarine 4. And on that episode, we are doing Final Destination 4. Obviously, the final destination, because that's a bullshit title. And we are doubling up with a little bit of A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, an Iranian director's debut movie in this art house black and white vampire flick Now know what you're thinking duncan why would you put bass through it bass picked it my hands are clean of this event ladies and gents. my hands are fucking clean right shall we do this yes duncan thanks anonymous listener we're gonna take a short break just now you're gonna hear promos for shows that i love you're gonna hear the trailer for the last matinee when we return details about that movie and the review coming right up right after this This is a test of the emergency podcasting system. Listen to The Psychosomatic Podcast. Politics, movies, and political movies. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, legionpodcasts.com. The Psychosomatic Podcast. ¿De qué va la peli? Eh, es de de suspenso. Dale, no oh. apuren, ya empezó la película. Que querés irte. Por algo vinimos, ¿no? back ladies and gents so yeah you've just heard a trailer for the last matinee a movie that the new york times critics pick said was gloriously gory and variety called an homage to retro slashers and giallos details on this movie the Ur- <laughs> uruguay argentinian horror film the last matinee is available on vod.com Digital and DVD courtesy of Dark Star Pictures and Bloody Disgusting. Right now, ladies and gents, it officially came out beginning in September, so it's available for you right now if you're in the states. If you're in the UK, hold off for that Arrow one because you know you wanna. It's directed by Maxi Contenti, who did Mussino, uh, Viventi V, and Neptunia from a script by Manuel Fasquel, who did High Five and Fiesta Nibiru and Conti as well, who helped on that one. The film stars Luciana Grasso of El secreto de Giulia, Ricardo Elias of El Quino Correvaleno <laughs> and Balawick, Giulietta uh, Spinelli, Franco Duran and Pedro Duat. Uh, the synopsis for this movie is listed on the imdbs um, is the audience attending the last show of a horror film in a small downtown cinema are terrorized by a murderer who begins to pick them off one by one the only person to notice that something strange is going on is the projectionist daughter pretty much covers things so yeah i was excited for this one one because i knew arrow were going to be putting out later in the year that's enough to get something into my attention but two, I am kinda excited about this part of the world just now. South America seems to really embrace the spirit of the giallo, I know we're saying that a lot, get used to it, do a shot, but you will die if you do too many. Um, yeah, they've really captured it, uh, Crystallize, which was a movie from, what, two years ago that we watched last year, was this kind of warm, soapy hand job to giallo cinema, and they seem to get it right. And like every other country, like, it's an homage to the Jallo. And it's literally just a couple of lights in the corner, missing everything else. A black glove killer with no trauma. All the stuff that drives me up the fucking wall. But for whatever reason, Crystallize captured it in a very fun and goofy way. And this movie kind of has as well. Except this one's still a kind of comedy, eh, maybe. Um, but it's, it's absolutely bitching. The Last Matine is a kind of... It is a kind of cross between a slasher and a giallo By way of something like... Uh, something like Stage Right Aquarius is maybe something in a similar vein In that you don't get too much information about the killer's backstory, you don't need to It's just we're in a centralised location and this guy is picking us off Of course, he's wearing a black coat and uh, a kind of hood He it almost looks like the fisherman from Urban Legend kind of has that urban, not an urban Legend legend, I Know What He Did Last Summer. Duncan, get it right. From I Know What He Did Last Summer, he has that kind of look about him. But you get to see who he is as well at the very beginning, and so there's no surprise. It's not like a, aha, he was the killer all along. It's not that sort of movie. Basically, you're in a the cinema, there is a kind of full version of Frankenstein going on, and... Kind of in the, the classic fashion of something like a Demons, it's not a sold out audience, people are dotted everywhere And this killer locks everyone in and then starts to pick them off one by one The movie is all about those practical effects, it is strewn with practical effects and they are absolutely bitching There's a character who's smoking a cigarette at one point, he gets his throat slit and as the blood is gurgling out his throat Smoke starts to kind of pass out as well Um plenty of eyeball trauma which obviously it's a lot nod to Ellie and I kind of love it but you get like a ton of really good practical effects some really likeable quirky characters which I I want that in my movies I want to feel sorry when the guy who's like a hopeless romantic finally gets the girl of his dreams and is just starting to make out with her before being impaled with a spike I want that in my movie those things make me happy, um, and it has that. It also has a really cool score. Interesting enough, the score that they're using, I think, is um, is on a kind of synthwave compilation, which I'd used in some shows before in the past. So I was hearing that, and I was like, "Am I recording a podcast right now? No, you're not, Duncan. No, you're not." Um, I really like the characters like the characters are really well portrayed and um, this is not a long movie It's about an hour and 25 minutes So it gets its head down and gets stuck in and then once the killers on the rampage It doesn't really stop at that point um, He's just going one-to-one killing people as he works his way around uh, the projectionist daughter is a great character she is only there because her ailing father is the only one that knows how to work the projectionist out with her and the guy, the employee, who's phoned in sick that day. So, you know, she's she's essentially there taking over, plus trying to study for uni, so her eyes are not always on what's happening in the auditorium. And as a result, people start getting picked off and then she can has to step up and save the day. I, I loved those aspects. Like I say, kind of quirky characters aside and special effects aside, it's a beautifully shot movie. The cinematography is vibrant, it's punchy, it's energetic and it's kinetic as well. Lots of movement with the camera. And it does, it has that, we'll wait for it, Argento Bava lighting. It's kind of steeped in these neon beams of light which work really, really well, but that doesn't work if you don't have the cinematography with it. And this movie has that in spades. Um, I thought this movie was absolutely brilliant. I, like, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I'd been waiting to see a bit more information about it before I pulled the trigger on the pre-order from Arrow. I have now pre-ordered it from Arrow. Can't wait to have this one in the collection. And really interested to see what his director goes on and does moving forward. I don't know if the previous two movies are in a similar vein, but I think there's a real talent here. And, like I said before, Argentina, Uruguay, that, like, kind of South American region the kind of north of South America, um, are putting out really interesting movies, specifically the stuff that is of the horror persuasion that owes a lot to slashers and giallo cinema. I think they really nail that down, not only aesthetically, but they they understand the beats, they understand the characters, and they understand the use of practical effects. So yeah, this one's a, a resounding thumbs up from me. In terms of a grade, I'll give this one a four out of five highly recommend it please check it out if you're in the states you can check it out now it's on vod over there digital and on dvd via dark star pictures and bloody disgusting if you're in the uk you will have this one available very very soon via arrow video and um, i believe it comes out either december or january um and yeah you can buy that one put it in your collection trust me you will revisit this because i know i will for sure so, four out of five for the last matinee. Go take my final break when I come back and close out the show, and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. listening to the podcast Under the Stairs this has been bonus episode 376 we were reviewing the brand new horror movie The Last Matinee which is currently available in the USA VOD DVD on demand and uh, yeah you should totally check that out if you're in the UK it comes out physically via Arrow video later on in the year and it's a movie I would highly highly recommend for sure there's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts on this day, so if you're listening to us right now, hit subscribe. That way, you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapots content. Do not stop there, though, subscribe to our sister feed, the Teapots Collective, to get shows like Where to Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty, and Chronicle as well. Their archives are there for you to peruse, to rifle your fingers through like you would your girlfriend's underwear drawer. Admit it, you've done it at least once. We've all been there. Yeah, please do that. Subscribe to both those feeds because it's the best way to support what I do under the stairs. You can, of course, jump across to our website, which is tputscast.com. Links to all the shows are there, as well as a link to Jaws as Shite and other regrettable outbursts, a booze-based banter and entertainment podcast featuring myself, The Baz, and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil. We get far too drunk, which is not good for you understanding what we're saying because we're Scottish and slurred speech with a Scottish accent sounds like a man chewing marbles. Trust me, it's true. But we get far too drunk. We talk about terrible life choices. We talk about your listener emails as well as do weird news stories from around the globe. Jaws is shite and other regret black is exclusively available via teaputscast.com. If you're on Facebook and you want to get in touch, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash t will take you to the podcast under the stairs page. If you want to just follow the shows on the t Collective, it's just simply facebook.com forward slash t And if you are feeling frisky and in the mood and want to get down and dirty with Jaws' shite and other regrettable outbursts, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod. If you want to be one of the cool kids that doesn't use Facebook, but it's all about that Twitter and Instagram, what I like to call the twin prongs of social media sexness, you can interact with myself and the baz over there, at Teapots Cast for both. Please add us, interact with us, become part of our sexy harem. The podcast Under the Stairs returns for you this coming... Friday, which is tomorrow, we will be putting out an episode covering movies number eight through 14 on my 31 of October. And I'm not gonna lie, I've seen a lot worse than I have seen good in these last seven days. So I am looking forward to the next seven, which will kick off tomorrow night, my viewings when I go and see the brand new Halloween movie. Halloween kills in the cinema, very much looking forward to that. But until then, wherever you are, what the time zone is and what you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish Broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.